This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Cyclone Radio Network analyst Eric Heft. Each Friday throughout the season, Eric and I will preview the next day's matchup. So today, the focus is on the season opener with South Dakota State. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Eric Heft. Eric, week one is always fun uh, because there's so many unknowns, and it's nice to make some of them knowns by the end of a three-and-a-half-hour period. What are you looking forward to seeing for the first time with this team the most? Uh, just try to catch a glimpse of the personality of this football team. Each team, uh, no matter the sport, even though if you have a lot of the same players back, it's a totally different dynamic each year. And just to see how they mesh together. And I, I think from a football standpoint, how good are you going to be on possession downs? I mean, getting on the field and getting your offense back on or, or keeping the ball away from their offense, uh, those kinds of abilities, I think, really go a long way toward determining how much success you're going to have over the course of the season. And the third down is going to be a big thing for this team tonight. Can you uh, imagine this team averaging 30 or more points a game? I mean, we haven't seen an Iowa State team do it since Dexter Green was the running back. It's been a while. Uh, but it, they were close last year. Do you think this team might be the one to get over the hump? Well, I think it's got a great chance. I mean, I think, number one, uh, the offensive line is, is more established, I think, going into this season than we've had for a while. I think there's talent there. Uh, skill positions are solid. And you're going into the season with a guy you hope is going to be the quarterback for, not that you don't every year, but for all 12 games. I think you don't have to worry about Kyle doing anything other than getting injured. Hopefully he'll be able to stay healthy. Uh, but Kyle's ability to direct an offense, uh, what he's able to do in pre-snap reads, he gets rid of the ball quickly. Uh, I think there are enough weapons for that to happen. And I think one of the other things, too, I think the defense can get the ball back to them you know, without giving up a lot of, of play clock. So we'll see, we'll see if it's possible. I, I know it's possible. We'll see if it will happen. I think if there's ever a year, Iowa State was pretty close to it a year ago, and I think they have a great chance to do it this year. Kyle is on pace for a school record and completion percentage and did all that without the luxury of really having uh, practice snaps with the number ones till midway through last season. So a full spring, a full fall camp. Uh, it's exciting to think about what this year could hold for him. I mean, just the repetitions were great. But one thing, obviously, Kyle was doing his work before he was getting those number one reps. And, and I think that's a big thing. And, and like I talked earlier, his, his mental preparation is second to none. So he, he's going to be ready. And I think he can take that next step, too. Is his arm a little bit stronger? Oh, Maybe. Uh, if it is, uh, if it isn't, it was strong enough last year. There are a lot of big play completions, and some of them were balls thrown down the field. Uh, he doesn't have Alan Lazard, but Hakeem Butler ready to take that next step. He doesn't have Trevor Ryan, uh, but then you've got a guy like Tariq Milton and Deshante Jones to play that spot. I think there are enough weapons there for Kyle uh, to really exploit uh, the defense. You know, you look at David Montgomery and he did so much, we like to say, on his own. Not that he didn't have any blocking in front of him a year ago. He did, but if there could be just a couple runs a game where there's a hole that David or anybody else could run through and get 30 or 40 yards, <laughs> if that happens for David a couple times a game, man, he could have a monster year because he'd know he's going to have those other runs where he makes something happen himself. 
you know, he, he is unbelievable. Uh, terrific catching the ball out of the backfield, breaking tackles, making people miss. I mean, he can do – he's the whole package. And, and obviously everybody has talked so much about his work ethic and how he's helped drag the culture of this football program along. Uh, but I, he's going to have a big year. I think the great thing is when if he uh, – can take a few plays off and be fresher, uh, maybe in game 10, 11, and 12. I think that could be big too. And I think they have the depth at the running back position this year to make that a, a reality without any significant drop off because I think there's a lot of talent in the room. Two guys are going to touch the ball on every play. And one of them is a sixth year senior and the other is a redshirt freshman. How about Colin Newell learning that spot? It says a lot about his mental makeup that they trust him as a freshman to go out there and start. Yeah, he was one of the first people uh, that the coaching staff went to see when they got the job and they were able to get that commitment. It was a big commitment, I, I think, because they really saw that, that he was a guy that could, was smart enough, strong enough, and was going to be able to, to take control. He succeeded their expectations in terms of how early he's been able to do it. Uh, but it's a big step. Uh, I, the good thing is he's got some veteran guys, and guys like Josh Kniffel right around him uh, can help so much. He's not going with a bunch of new guys around him. I think that'll help a lot too. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, we saw so many great things a year ago. How do you think this year's defense might be a little bit different than last year's, or, or do you think it'll be very similar? I think it has a chance to be very similar. Uh, I think one area that has improved is depth. Uh, I think there's more depth in that defensive line in particular. Uh, you go into the, uh, see, uh, this season with two knowns at linebacker as opposed to last year with one. Now, the way the other two worked out last year, and Marcel Spears, who, who's back for his junior year, had a great season last year, and Joel Lanning. Uh, if it works out as well as it did last year, I would settle for that. But looking forward to see Mike Rose and Bobby McMillan and Ryan Vance and what those guys can do in the middle. I think that's going to be a big part. And are you going to be sound at the back end? You know, new players there, DeMonte Ruth in a new position, moving from corner to that star, that, that nickel, if you will. And Lawrence White, who's played some good football. And I think if you go back and you look at Lawrence White, early season, mm -hmm. you know, when uh, Kamari was hurt, you know, the Iowa game versus how he played against Memphis, tremendous improvement. I think his trajectory has continued to be upward, but he's got to have a big year back there. And, and Greg Eisworth hasn't played a Big 12 snap, but he's the guy that I think they have tremendous confidence in. But can you not bite on that play action fake? Can you keep everything in front of you? And can you tackle in space? I think those are big questions uh, that would, we don't know the answers to yet. I think it's going to be a good answer, but we don't really know. And it's going to be a good test because you're facing a quarterback that is really, really good in Terran Christian for South Dakota State. That's going to allow this defense to kind of learn where they truly stand here in week one, hopefully. Well, no question. And I think one of the big things uh, when you're trying to defend a guy who's such a multi-threat guy is try to take as many of those elements away that you can. And I think, number one, keep him in the pocket. It's going to be big because big plays happen when he gets outside. Iowa State has got to be able to get controlled pass rush, get some pressure on him, but don't let him bounce outside. Uh, big plays are waiting to happen. Now, they're missing a couple of really terrific receivers they had a year ago, but you know 
the program that they're in. They've got guys that can step up and make plays. So you, you can't assume just because uh, their great tight end is in the NFL and their other leading receiver at wideout, uh, they're not, they're not going to have talent. So I think it's going to be uh, incumbent on Iowa State, stop the run, put them in passing situations, and then, and then keep Christian in the pocket, which is easier said than done. A lot of people make a big deal about, oh, you're playing an FCS team this week or you're playing an FBS team. But really, is there a big difference between a North Dakota State or a South Dakota State and maybe some of the teams in the back or some of the other smaller uh, FBS conferences? I mean, it, it, I, I think this is as good a test as you could start with over the season. It's a great test. Well, it is. You know what I think? It I mean, Coach Campbell would like to know, you know, why they scheduled the very best of the <laughs> FCS when they do it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, ask anybody who's scheduled North Dakota State over the last few years. I mean, they're national champs last year. Uh, South Dakota State beat them. Yeah, so that, uh, yeah, that tells you about everything you need to know about where this South Dakota State program is in the FCS ranks and, con and by, you know, Take it a step further. We know how good North Dakota State has been against Division One or FCS or FBS opponents. Uh, you know, South Dakota State's right there. They haven't quite made the mark yet uh, that North Dakota State has. They're looking to do that against Iowa State come Saturday. You've been around this program for a long time. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's better than the opposite. Yes. Um, you've been around it for a long time. You've seen a lot of years where everybody's excited about the season being here. There's no question we get to that mode in our own heads every year, but does it just feel a little different this year? And if so, in your mind, is it justified to feel that way? I think optimism is a wonderful thing. And you know, some people have it. I think if more people are optimistic right now, uh, you're winning over some of the ones that have been on the fence. I think it's realistic. I mean, Iowa State uh, has taken steps under Coach Campbell. Uh, and steps in every single aspect of the program. I think the discipline, uh, the, the foundation is there, and, and I think it continues to get better. The quality of players, I think, is continuing to improve, uh, and when you add depth and quality of play, yeah, it's going to get better. So I, I think you should be optimistic. Now, I've said all, all along this year that I'm convinced this football team will be better than last year's football team. Not quite as convinced the record will be better, uh, because a bounce here or there, uh, but you know, in all those years you mentioned I've been around, there's never, there'd never been a season until last year where Iowa State was in the game deep into the fourth quarter, every single game. I mean, and that's progress. I mean, that's, uh, sometimes you may have a great record, but you get smoked, you know, 42 to three uh, a couple times. Well, that didn't happen last year, and chances to win every game they played in, I think we're gonna see the same kind of thing this year. How well can you finish? And you know, sometimes it's dependent on a lucky bounce. Sometimes it's dependent on the quality of the opponents that you're playing or how well you play that day. But to be there and have chances makes for a lot of fun football. And it's going to be great to watch. It's a 7 o'clock start, and our broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network from Learfield will begin at 5. We hope you can join us. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.